Today I'm going to show you a little exercise that I use to keep my fretting hand in shape, strength, and stamina wise, and I can do it while I'm watching TV and it requires no actual skill, just willingness to pick up the guitar. I am talking, of course, about trills. Now you might think a trill is a trill, but that is not the case, and I'm going to prove it to you today. Now I'm going to switch to my overhead angle here. Uh, and the reason that trills make a good exercise is because they exhaust your forearm and your muscles connecting back to your elbow. They do that very, very quickly. And if they don't, it's because you might not be doing them in all the variations I'm going to show you here. So there's a couple different variables. Number one, first variable, how, which, which two fingers you're doing the trill with. I'm not talking here about what you would actually play in a song. I'm talking about this as a sheer mindless exercise that you can do while you're sitting in front of the TV, while you're listening to the radio, while you're watching the game, whatever. You don't even have to have your guitar plugged in. Now there are two goals with a trill. The first goal is to be able to do it as fast as possible, not because you'd actually play it that way in a song but because you want to have the option to play it fast and it's harder to play it fast than it is to play it slow. So that's our goal is to get faster with the trills. The other, the other goal is to be able to play it longer. So we want to be able to play a faster trill as long as possible. So let's start with the easiest version and that is just your index and your ring finger. I'm just going to start here at the fifth fret just because that's nice and convenient in the camera angle. So this right here, Thumb behind the neck, not like our usual thumb over. I'll talk about why this is kind of like a level up as we get through this. But for now, start with your thumb behind and just do this trill until you start to feel the burn in your forearm. Now, since this is probably the easiest one to do, you'll probably have to do it for longer till you feel that burn. But I want to start with the easiest one first for a reason. So when you start feeling that burn, I want you to pause and I want you to press with this finger and then feel on your forearms where you feel the tightness, where you feel your muscles gripping. There are a lot more muscles and a lot more individual places that you can exercise in your forearm than you might realize. Okay, so now let's move up and do it with your uh, ring finger here. Now the first thing you'll probably notice is that you're gonna start feeling the burn faster and that's partly because you've already used some of your energy doing the one here. There's a little bit of lactic acid in your muscles, but also because this for most people is going to be harder just because of the muscles involved. Now, as you start to feel the burn, you should feel it in slightly different areas of your forearm on both sides, the top and the bottom, and you might be feeling it in your wrist. Then do it with your pinky. And here, you're really going to feel it in a different spot than you did with the other two. You see, I got my thumb way down here behind the neck. So this is kind of like level one of the workout that you can do. Like I said, you don't even have to have your guitar on. You can just sit here. You don't have to focus on, on timing or anything like that. 
just sitting here mindlessly doing these trills, you are giving your forearm a workout and making it do stuff that it wouldn't have to do even if you were sitting there playing for half an hour. So you can get a lot, uh, if you know anything about exercise, you know that if you don't push to the point of burn, you're not really building anything, you're just kind of maintaining. So getting to that point where you actually feel the burning in your muscles is part of the whole thing. Now, I could go through and have you do it on all these individual strings, but I'm gonna try and shorten this lesson. So I just want you to go to all the way down to the low E string. And let's start again with your middle finger. Okay, you should be feeling it in, like I feel it a lot right here when I'm doing that. Okay, so you're gonna feel it in a different area and it probably is gonna bring on the burn a lot more quickly. Then as you move up to your ring finger, I'm really starting to feel that burn in my forearm now. Okay, so that those there are two variables right there. Which finger you're using changes which muscles you're exercising, and the further down on the fretboard, the heavier, the further down on the neck, the the heavier the string, the faster you're going to wear out your muscles, and you're going to you're basically targeting a slightly different set of muscles every time you switch to a different finger and every time you switch to a different string. But now let's add another variable and let's move higher up on the fretboard because now the angle that your hand has to be at is different. So down here, you, get, you know, it's pretty straightforward, but as you move up, let's say to the 15th fret, the frets are closer together so you're not stretching your fingers as much. And the angle that you're coming at the fretboard is different. So you're gonna feel that burn in different areas of your forearm. Now, this is kind of like, once you start trying to do it on the lower strings up high, boy, you're really gonna target some muscles you didn't even realize you had. All right, so that's a couple different variables. Which finger you're using, which string you're on top to bottom and how high on the fretboard you are. And if you if you were disciplined enough to just do little trills at each string and move up a couple frets at a time, you would target so many more muscles in your forearm going all the way back to your elbow than you would target even just practicing guitar for an hour because you're spending more time on a trill that you're doing for even 10 or 15 seconds you're spending more time on muscles that you might barely hit otherwise. And it all kind of contributes to the strength and endurance of your forearm. So now I said I would give you a level up at the end. And so here's what I'm gonna do. Try doing the trills with your thumb over. Might not notice very much when you're on the higher strings, but for me, this is the real test. When I move these trills down to like the A string, and I got my thumb firmly over and I'm trying, I got my thumb over, I'm fretting the A string at the fifth fret with my index finger. And then I'm trying to do this trill. Number one, it's hard not to pull this flat. Now I can't really do the trill with my thumb over with the pinky, but even just trying to have my thumb there forces me to stretch, it works on my flexibility and it works a different set of muscles.
And then when you get down to the low E string, try doing the trill since you can't really have your thumb over. Just fret it with your index finger. Just kind of rest your thumb on top and try and do the trill there. And then of course, all this stuff is true at the higher frets as well. Of course, there are some limitations depending on how big your hands are, but the point is keeping your thumb behind is easier because you have a direct, you're hammering directly into the, the plane that you're hammering into is the same as where your point of resistance is. Whereas here, you're hammering into a cavity in your hand and the squeeze is completely different. So just to review, the variables are which two fingers you're doing the trill with, the index and which of these other three fingers, that changes which muscles you work. It changes based on which string you are doing the trill on because you have to reach further to get the heavier strings and the strings have more mass so they don't bounce back as quick and you need to put more energy into getting an actual trill and which fret you are doing because that changes the angle of attack. And then lastly, putting your thumb over the top changes a lot. So I can tell you just from teaching this lesson, I have a burn going on in my forearm that I would not get unless I was playing heavy, heavy soloing for, I don't know, half an hour, 45 minutes. And I've arguably gotten a better workout because I have more coverage over all the muscles. So I'm not suggesting that you do this as a replacement for practicing, but I'm just saying, you know, let's be real. There are days where you don't feel like actually playing guitar, even if it's as simple as opening a video on YouTube to listen to. Sometimes you don't feel like hearing me talk or hearing any other teacher talk you want to catch up on the latest show you're watching. You want to catch up on the game. You want to watch the latest game. You want to, you know, whatever it is that you do when you have to unwind and you just want to be brainless for a while and not focus, you can still level up your guitar game by working on your strength and endurance of your fretting hand just by doing these mindless trills. But you'll get the most benefit out of it if you cover, you know, a bunch of different bases in terms of fret and string and the way that you're holding guitar. Hope that's useful to you. Until next time, thanks for watching.